0: Michigan football returns home this week for another primetime game. This one against number 13, Wisconsin. We dive into the matchup, What to expect from Michigan after losing two straight and from Wisconsin, after not playing the past two weeks, that and more on the Wolverine confidential podcast. All right, guys. Good to be back on a pod. Other people did a solo pod yesterday on, uh, you know, Michigan basket. you know, the signing, early signing period beginning. And, uh, yeah, it was it was it was not easy and it was kind of awkward talking for 12, 13 minutes straight. But I know I know at least Ryan listened because he pointed out something that I didn't say until pretty late. Yeah, tonight, well, so.
2: It listened all 13 minutes yeah. of it and heard you butcher Mississauga. With oh, it's a with saga it. yeah i yeah. definitely
0: i definitely did a missus yeah if that's how you say it i definitely
2: yeah all my canadian family would have been disappointed if they listened to you but luckily they they don't i bas- <laughs> yeah i
0: basically did mississippi except instead of be agua so i did it at the end but okay but yeah no uh the, the basketball team is uh you know, the signing period is is going on right now for basketball and, and michigan um, i mean it's it's they're all going to sign this week. Um, so that is, uh, and it's the number one class in the country. So, uh, yeah, big deal, big deal going on with Michigan basketball. I know some people I've seen on social media are ready to turn the page from this football program to the basketball, uh, given what's happening, but, but we're certainly not, not on this podcast, at least we're talking, you know, we're talking Michigan, Wisconsin this Saturday, but, you know, I think first it's helpful since our last pod was Monday, on football, you know, for those people who only get their Michigan football news through this podcast, you know, what did they miss? What are the, what are the key storylines that have, that have come out of the program in the last few
1: days? I guess the biggest on-field storyline at this point is, is Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, They're going to be without him for what looks like the rest of the season. Uh, He's an ankle injury. Jim Harbaugh said Monday that he's going to require surgery. Uh, You know, he didn't say he's going to be out for the rest of the year, but I, you know, you kind of, assume that he will be it it was it looked like it was a serious ankle injury he called it a fracture Uh, so it looked like a broken broken ankle so they're gonna be without Aiden Hutchinson arguably one of their their top defensive linemen uh, for the rest of the year now that certainly doesn't help because Michigan has struggled to get pass rush to begin with these first three games Uh, so we'll see how Michigan fills the void I expect and we've written about this this week but expect more playing time for Taylor Upshaw more playing time for Luigi Villain and it sounds like some of the younger guys as well. Gabe Newberg could see some time. Chris Jenkins could see some time. You're going to see a lot of guys, I think, rotating in and out at defensive end. Um, not only that, but I mentioned Cody Pay, but there's there's some uncertainty with him as well. He left the game in the fourth quarter against Indiana with an injury. Did not come back. Um, so Michigan, not only, you know, they were, they're down two starting offensive linemen last week. And again, both of those guys, Jalen Mayfield and Ryan Hayes, are questionable again this week, Jim Harbaugh said. Uh, Michigan could be without its two starting defensive ends, so they're they're certainly limping here at this point. They got a lot of guys out, a lot of new faces playing, uh, and with Wisconsin coming to town on Saturday, it's probably not the best situation to be in.
0: Yeah, what what is the drop off there? I mean, either you you know, at, at, without Hutchinson,
1: well, I mean, it's it's pretty significant. I, I, you know, Aiden. Well, he wasn't getting a ton of pass rush, you know, he's, he's reliable. He he draws double teams from the, the opposing, the opposing teams. So he, he, he requires a lot of attention. And I think, uh, you know, without him there, whether it's, you know, whether it's Luigi filling the void or Taylor Upshaw filling the void um, you know, Wisconsin, for instance, on Saturday, they'll be able to redeploy some of the resources on the offensive line so that they'll be able to put it elsewhere. So it's, it certainly, it's really hurts. You know, they, they like not only, not only is playing the field, but, Aiden Hutchinson is largely regarded as a leader on the team. So to see him go down like that, it really doesn't help the morale either.
2: And you saw it against Indiana too. I mean, Aiden went down early in the game and Michigan really did not generate much pass rush at all. Um, I mean, they had a few quarterback hurries, but yeah, that was definitely not a, a strong suit for them uh, on Saturday. So I think you're, especially if 20, 20 pay is, isn't available either. I mean, there's going to be a, a massive drop off um, between those two and, and the death behind them.
0: Um, you know, Jim Harbaugh was was asked about kind of his his future at, at Michigan, and you know it's something we we talked about on this podcast on Monday before Harbaugh made his comments about you know kind of you know where where this program is going, um, and uh, you know and and Harbaugh's future. I guess did anything from his comments surprise you or or stand out or.
2: No, nothing
0: surprising. I only get but, to see
2: some emotion from him again. It's I feel like
1: it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, he he was a little you know annoyed um, as he is every year. I mean, these comments come up literally every single season he's been here. This, I believe, stemmed from a report last week from Yahoo Sports, uh, Pete Thamel, who wrote that Buzz was filtering through NFL front offices that Jim Harbaugh is open to return to the league. Uh, no. no P, P is a respectful reporter. Um, he gets a lot of things right. He reports a lot of things. Um, so I'm not saying what he said isn't accurate, but it, it certainly isn't something that Jim Harbaugh wants to hear or read, uh, nor does he want his players or recruits to see that either. Um, it, so it just kind of further adds to the speculation of Jim Harbaugh's future at Michigan. As we all know, his contract is up in about 14 months, a little under now at this point no sign and extension. So it adds to the pile, but Jim, you know, he, he did his own unique way of shooting it down as he has every year. I mean, he's every year, he seems to find a different thing to say this year. It was, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't going to let his actions speak for his words. He wasn't, he didn't really deny anything. He didn't say, you know, he was asked point blank about his future at Michigan, how long he wants to be here. He didn't answer it, but he said, I'll leave my, I'll let my actions speak for it. And I think it was, to me, it was an insinuation or at least it was a, point of him saying that, hey look I've stayed here all right you know I've been here five plus Mm -hmm. years some folks thought you know when he first got here some folks wondered if he was going to be here long term because as we all know Jim Harbaugh never really stays in in one place for more than four four years so he has been here longer than maybe some folks thought he would be and I I think that's what he the point he was trying to make is I haven't gone anywhere you know up to this point so why would I go anywhere now
0: yeah okay well now he's got to try to turn it around against you know a good Nebraska team uh I look. the last time Michigan lost three straight regular season games again, they've lost, you know, if you count into the bowl game, it's happened more recently, but you know, right. Three straight regular season games was Brady hoax last year in 2014. So they're trying to avoid uh, that. And it's going to be against yeah, Wisconsin team ranked number 13 in the country, but it's a unique situation. They, they played their opener big 10 game of the season on the, that Friday night and have not played since um, had a COVID outbreak, you know, that's kind of started immediately after that game. And, you know, they had, a, they had to shut down the program. I guess the first thing is just sort of, you know, what do we know about their their personnel and where they're at um, heading into Saturday's game?
1: We don't know much. I know the quarterback situation remains in flux. I, I think, you know, it was in up about yesterday at MLI, but, you know, they're starting quarterback week one. Uh, Graham Mertz, you know, obviously he he was one of the several players that tested positive coronavirus, his status, uh, while he is still going, he's the offensive, Wisconsin offensive coordinator spoke Wednesday and said he's still going through the 21 day uh, coronavirus protocol. So they're not clear, not sure at this point if he's going to play. If you go back 21 days, it would theoretically, he should be cleared to play Saturday. But how much you know Graham has practiced this week, and how confident they are, in throwing him out there, you know, remains to be seen. I, I, I would find it hard to believe he doesn't play and doesn't start Saturday, um, but that just gives, I think, it, it just forces Michigan to do a little bit more preparation here, uh, here on, here on Saturday.
2: Yeah, I, I think, I think you should expect him to to take the field as the starting quarterback against Michigan. I mean, if you look, Chase Wolf, the backup, also tested positive, and he most likely tested after. Um, so he might not even be available for the game. So that would put the onus on Danny Vandenboom, the third stringer who started the year four string, but remember Jack Cohn, last year's starter, had surgery before the season and he's out indefinitely. So um I think you gotta run with Mertz on, on a few practices over over your four stringer to start the year in most instances. So I mean we probably won't know until until just before kickoff, but I mean it would be it would be a pretty safe bet at this point. If, if Mertz is clear, which uh, all indications he will be, he'll he'll be the starter.
1: Preparing for this game is going to be fascinating for Michigan. You know, Players and coaches were asked about it. Um, the the fact that Wisconsin's only played one game this year, and Michigan's going on game four. There just there isn't as much film on this Wisconsin team, and, and they lost so many playmakers from last year. You know, Jonathan Taylor's gone. Quinton Ceebus is gone. You know, Wisconsin lost its best linebacker, Zach Bond is gone. So there's a lot of new faces on this on this Wisconsin team, both sides of the ball. Um, and while they haven't really changed from a scheme standpoint, they're still they still try to be balanced on offense. Uh, they're still trying they're still you know quick and, and, and powerful defensively. You know there isn't much to go on. They were efficient in their week one win over Illinois. They scored forty five points on four hundred thirty total yards, which is impressive in, in its own regard. But they're pretty balanced offensively, as I said. Um, you know two hundred fifty yards passing, one hundred eighty yards rushing. Uh, they mo- they're like they're very interesting because they're like Michigan. They they got you know they had three different backs. Uh, get carries uh, week one. Uh, they combined for 170 yards as a, as a group. And then, as we all know, Mertz had that fantastic opener, 20 to 21 for 248 yards and five touchdowns. Much of that was in the first half, but they they looked really, really good, like a well-oiled machine in some regards. I, I, again, it was Illinois, but for week one, they played really well.
0: Right. I mean, I think that's worth pointing out. Of course, it was it was an Illinois team that is now um, 0-3, um, you know, gave up uh, 456 yards to Purdue in their next game. And last week, 541 um, to <laughs> Minnesota in a 41-14 loss. So, yeah, they've they made a lot of, um, you know, opposing offenses look good. But still, sort 2021... Exactly. So it was Michigan. So, you know, yeah, Mertz, you can't, you can't knock that, you know, efficient he was in his, in his debut. Um. So that will be, that will be interesting. I mean, Aaron, you pointed out before we started recording that, you know, it might surprise some people, maybe not, maybe not some of the older listeners, but you know, the all time series, Michigan, Wisconsin is, is somewhat lopsided. What'd you say it was?
1: Yeah. 51, 16 and one. I just happened to look it up, you know, before mm-hmm. we started recording, I was just curious, you know, I knew Michigan obviously had, mm-hmm. had control of it, but see if that out lopsided to me, it wasn't surprising, but again, recent years, it's, it's obviously been a lot closer. These teams were kind of like trading wins and losses. Yep. Michigan tends to win Ann Arbor, uh, Wisconsin tends to win in Madison. So this is a game that you would think Michigan should have, or should be able to win. Uh, and whether they do or not, uh, you know, I think it's, it's up in the air, but it's going to depend on a lot of things to happen here. But, you know, this is a game I, I think Michigan needs to have just, and I, I was thinking about this before we on the podcast, but I I, I think this game Saturday, is going to tell us a lot about this Michigan football team. You know they, they've obviously struggled out of the gate here. They they lost their last two games, but there's a long way to go. There's some uh, again some good teams coming up. I know Penn State's zero three, but I think they're they're better than the record shows. Mm-hmm. And obviously Penn State, Lumen, the year. So this season could could go one of two ways with this game. I mean they come out and play well and win this win Saturday. It, there's some optimism there. But if they come out lay another egg on Saturday, play poor defensively and, and or one, one dimensional on offense, this season could very well spiral out of control
0: yeah the last five games between the two teams have gone you know back and forth was wisconsin blowout win uh last year in madison and michigan a blowout win in and over the year before but yeah wisconsin taken six of the last of the last 10 so yeah six uh, six of those 16 wins have come in the last uh the last 10 years or last 10 matchups but uh yeah it, it's uh I, I i certainly agree with you that it's a very important game for michigan and uh i'm not particularly confident that they will win it, it's a tough one for me just because of wisconsin's uncertainty um you haven't seen them in very long but i don't know i, I i'm i'm willing to roll the dice you know with the uncertainty uh versus Michigan of not being particularly good the last couple of weeks so yeah i actually am predicting a third straight loss for michigan you know, in a victory for Wisconsin in this game on Saturday, what are, what are you guys thinking?
2: Well, in that case, it's looking like our listeners should put some money on Michigan because we're all over three <laughs> so far this year, and it's looking like we're all all trying to take Wisconsin on Saturday. So, oh uh, gosh, we have to mix this thing up. We have to get a, a
0: win for the
1: pod somewhere along uh, the line. Here is the thing with with me. You know, I could see this game going either way. I really could. I could see Michigan coming out prepared, playing well out of the gate, and and you know. And just putting together, you know, sixty minutes of good football and eking and out. You a said
2: that last week too. Again, before I, 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 know. Know.
1: Yeah. I know, I know, I yeah. know. So like this, this year has been so not only Michigan, just the Big Ten in general. I mean, you've got Michigan and Penn State are combined one and five. You've got Indiana three and you know, all the top ten. You've got. You know, you've got Northwestern, Northwestern and, and Purdue already. on top of the West. Yeah, I know.
2: I just Maryland's two and one.
1: It's been a, we. yeah, Minnesota's one and two. So like a lot of, a lot of things you, your preconceived notions coming into this season have kind of gotten thrown out the window here. So every time like we, we think we, we like know something we're proven wrong. So like, I really could see this game going either way. I, I do just because it's at home. Michigan is coming off back-to-back losses uh, for, you know, for just the second time in, in, in you know regular season losses in the Jim Harlow era. I have to think Jim's going to have them prepared or at least, you know, ready to play. But again, I'm with Andrew there. Like we we've seen Wisconsin, we've only seen them one game, but they look pretty good. And I, you know, as long as Graham Merch plays on Saturday and I do think he will. Um, I just, I don't know if Michigan's gonna be able to stop their offense. I mean, they Michigan struggled to stop the run so far. We saw with Minnesota. We saw last week with Indiana, they kind of got their way up front. If Indiana, If Wisconsin can have some semblance of a balanced offense, I, I don't see a, re- a way that Michigan wins this game. I really don't. Their run game has struggled. That they Again, they may have, have to reshuffle the offensive line again. Um, I'm picking Wisconsin in this game, and the score I sent in the other day to our staff and to reporter to Madison, I had Wisconsin 31-17. I, I think they win this game by one to two scores. Again, I'm leaving the door. Michigan just talent-wise, this hasn't shown it to me. But, again, I'm, I'm going to leave the caveat out there. I, if Michigan comes out ready to play, and and plays a, a mistake free, relatively mistake-free game, they could eat it out. But again, I'm I'm, I'm
2: caveat I'm, not accepted. You can't yeah. predict a
1: 14-point win. My, my, or, money, my money is on Wisconsin this week.
2: Correct. I, I will say the rejected. what the the one interesting thing about Wisconsin's opener, I mean, they did carry the ball 52 times and only averaged 3.4 yards per carry. So I mean it's the, the loss of Jonathan Taylor is, is noticeable. So I mean if they can somehow continue to stop the run and get a little bit better play from their defensive backs, maybe, maybe they're able to stay in the game. And, but uh, again, there's too many question marks for me to to trust this Michigan team at this point, to pull out a a victory over what seemingly is a a pretty solid Wisconsin team.
1: You, you kind of saw that the week one with, with Minnesota. I mean, Muhammad Ibrahim didn't have a ton of like, you know, huge runs or like explosive runs, but they kept, they kept feeding them the football and they kept, you know, getting three and four yards and they kept, you know, eating away at the clock so i don't know maybe michigan has shown that that they haven't been able to like the the gap the gaps have been there teams can have been able to puncture this defensive line we've seen in the past now look i don't think it's gonna be at jonathan abrams levels where someone's gonna rush for 150 200 yards from from a back but i think collectively wisconsin could be able to do it and if if they can do it enough it's gonna open up the passing game and that's as we know that's where michigan's you know weakness is defensively
0: yeah no i mean i think uh yeah, we've got a, it's another night game too. What is this? This is oh, number, two, number two, but we know we've got another one coming next week as well. Um, yeah, you guys sighing, I'll be, I'll be on the couch. So it's not a, not a huge deal for me. Uh, but, Michigan, Wisconsin, seven. What another seven forty-four? Essentially, is that what you can count on? Kind of.
1: Haven't seen the official, but that sounds about
0: right. Yeah, seven thirty is what they say. For like, you know, turn on your television. Michigan, Wisconsin. How about our? How about you know if, if our Big Ten lock of the week? We've been doing that. I'm, I certainly want to keep it going because I am three and zero with that. So that's what I say. I know nothing about Michigan football. Uh, okay, but uh, I'll tell you. I'll give you a lock in the Big Ten. Heck, I'm three zero, so I'm going first. Going to a matchup between two winless teams. Okay, Penn State. And Nebraska.
1: Oh, that was a lot of them is going
0: to get their, their win this week. It's going to be Penn state and they're going to cover the three and a half. At least that's what we, we had it at, um, in our thing. Yep. That's what I still see. It is three and a half against Nebraska, Penn state, lock it up.
2: The more I think about that, the one I, I actually I actually agree with you a little bit there, but I, I'm gonna go since I have the best record in the Big Ten against the spread this year among the three of well, us. We both
1: have the same lot, don't we, Zo? We do have both. Well, so you can just lineup. speak for both of us if you want. I don't
2: oh, oh, is that is that how we're doing this here? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I was going to take Ohio State to to cover uh, minus twenty five against Maryland, <laughs> but obviously that game is no longer happening. So I'm going to take uh, take the Hoosiers this week minus seven and a half against Michigan State. I mean, I just I think the the game against Michigan for the Spartans was an outlier, and and what we saw last week is Indiana is a really good football team. I definitely think they can put. Stroke. Win that game by more than a touchdown and a half.
1: So, uh, we're taking the Hoosiers. I was going to take the the Indiana the Indiana spread. Or I mean, sorry, the Ohio State spread. That wasn't going to be my lock. I was dead set on Indiana from the get go. I just I think I think Indiana is better than some of us think they are. And and Michigan State, I, I think we thought maybe would have tur- could have turned the corner after the Michigan win. You saw what they they go to Iowa City and lay and lay the lay an egg and and struggle and everything else. Um, they might be able to score some points, but I think Indiana just sc- scores way more. And I, I think that seven and a half is just too low. I'm I'm pretty confident in the Hoosiers this weekend. They're going to go 4-0. Uh, how high they get in the AP poll next week will be interesting to watch. But the fact that they're in the top 10 right now, it's pretty impressive for for Tom Allen and his staff.
0: It's very interesting. I, I went away from my Northwestern team that got me wins the last, last couple of weeks. And they're in a matchup of two-2. Two undefeated teams they they play Purdue but I just and I wasn't I wasn't feeling that
1: so much uh, one more thing too I was pretty confident I didn't pick it but this is the big 10 I'm, I'm a little more confident this week but Rutgers minus six and a half I think is a good bet to take two against Illinois I, I, I obviously Rutgers I think just from watching them both teams I think Rutgers is just a better team and it is a home game for them they they seem they've seen more prepared the last few weeks you saw them hang with Ohio State last week. I think Rutgers minus six and a half is is a good bet against Illinois.
2: How many more no. bags of tricks does Greg Shiano have in? It? Yeah, <laughs> oh, geez, that was um, the most entertaining blowout game I've seen in, in there was. But Rutgers keeps it fun, man. They they lose in fun ways, I guess. And they covered. They covered too. That they did, yeah.
0: You guys gonna watch some uh, high school basketball tonight? Zook, your boy, Amani Bates. Uh, makes his his debut with his his new super team on ESPN 830
1: yeah,
2: 830 I'll, I'll turn it off for a little bit before uh, my beer league hockey game my might tape it and watch it afterwards
0: there you go yeah so people interested in that Imani Bates obviously the star here local star um you know playing on ESPN and and then actually the game after that features a Michigan commit Frankie Collins part of this uh you know star studded 2021 class um if you want to you know watch watch a little bit of the future of Michigan basketball as well but all right Michigan Wisconsin coverage will be on my.com more preview coverage you know these next couple days and then obviously plenty of coverage after the game thank you for listening